Would you like to give meaningful presents to your loved ones this year that don't, I don't know, wind up in the back of their closets? Are you looking for fun, unique gift ideas that will point your children and other family members to Jesus and strengthen their faith? Then we are so glad you're joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Katie Morgan, and welcome to Parenting with Ginger Hubbard. Ginger is the best-selling author of Don't Make Me Count to Three, Wise Words for Moms, and I Can't Believe You Just Said That. She speaks at women's events, parenting conferences, and homeschool conventions across the country. You can check out her parenting resources and find out when she's speaking in or near your area at gingerhubbard.com. If you enjoyed this podcast and find it encouraging, would you prayerfully consider partnering with us by making a monthly or even an end of the year one-time donation? Listeners, your support helps to sustain this podcast and keep it on the air. So if you feel led to partner with us, please just go to gingerhubbard.com support to donate any amount. And thank you for all of you who have supported us. This enables us to further our mission to help parents reach the hearts of their children for the glory of God. Long before my husband and I had kids of our own, I knew I wanted to be a homeschooling mom. But when my oldest was ready to start kindergarten, I had just had our third child, who we affectionately referred to as the baby monster. Homeschooling didn't seem possible with a kindergartner, a toddler, and a baby monster. I was so thankful that a friend introduced me to BJU Press. Their all-in-one curriculum resources gave me the confidence to homeschool at a time when it didn't seem possible. Their video lessons that, by the way, are engaging and taught by experienced teachers, those videos were a time and a sanity saver for me. Best of all, their K-5 through grade 12 all-in-one curriculum options are rooted in a solid biblical worldview. To learn more about BJU Press, go to bjupresshomeschool.com and see what they have to offer. You'll find their parent-led resources as well as independent learning materials at bjupresshomeschool.com. And tell them the baby monster sent you. Well, hey there, Ginger. We are well into the Christmas spirit here in my house. I usually, by the way, put up our main Christmas tree the night of Halloween. I mean, literally while they're eating candy, I'm fluffing a tree. Uh, but we we had to wait until a week later this year because we were so busy. But I just love to have the lights twinkling this time of year when the days get short. Mm, Katie, you get your tree on the evening of Halloween. That's crazy early. <laughs> I love fall. So we do lots of fall decorations in our house. So we usually wait until the end of November for all things twinkly and sparkly. You must have a fake tree or else you would end up uh, being up to your eyeballs in dead pine needles by Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, we do still have plenty of fall decorations, but it just, they coexist with our bare Christmas trees. I usually wait until after Thanksgiving to actually decorate the trees, but... To answer your question, we do only fake trees because I absolutely cannot handle pine needles. Okay, so that Mm -mm. makes sense. You just put it up and then you wait to decorate. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, and we do fake tree too. I'm not about the dead pine needles Mm -mm. all over the house either. All right. So last year, we did an episode on fun ideas for a Christ-centered Christmas, where we shared lots of listener ideas that you guys sent in, as well as some of our own ideas and traditions. That was episode number 46, if you missed it, or if you're new to our podcast, and we'll be sure to put a link to that in the show notes. Uh, that was a short episode, so it's a, a really quick listen. Anyway, our listeners did such a great job sending in awesome ideas and traditions for celebrating a Christ-centered Christmas last year that we we thought it would be fun to do an episode this year on Christ-centered gift ideas. 
and to get our listeners involved once again. And as usual, you guys came through and sent in some really great ideas. I know we have the best listeners, Ginger, and I just love it when they share their ideas with us because I get so many new ideas Mm -hmm. for myself. So let's get started. Uh, And I do want to let you know that everything we mentioned in this episode will be listed in our show notes, thanks to our wonderful team member, Heather. If you can't easily find the show notes on your particular podcast app, then you can go to gingerhubbard.com slash podcast and just click on episode 98 and you'll get all the links to everything we mentioned today. Okay, so we're going to divide our suggestions and those of our listeners into three categories today. Stocking stuffers, gift ideas for kids, and gift ideas for adults. And all of these are specifically Christ-centered gifts. Exactly, because most of us are as overrun with plastic junk as we are with Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Not to be (laughs) cynical or anything, but all I want for Christmas is for you to stop playing that song, everybody. Um, Not you, Uh, Ginger. I mean, you as in every store in America every 15 minutes starting the day after Thanksgiving. It's a bit much. It It really is. is. Even though I sing it every time. Well, that's because it's always in your head because it's always being played. It is contagious. Anyway, let's talk about stocking stuffers. Here are a few of our favorites, and then we'll get to our listeners' ideas in just a bit. Well, we can't go without mentioning one of our wonderful former show sponsors, Dwell. This company offers a monthly subscription service geared towards scripture memorization. It doesn't get any better than that as far as stocking stuffers. Mm -hmm. Uh, In each monthly verse kit, subscribers get temporary tattoos, keychain tags, and a devotional print featuring the scripture of the month. The graphics are really cool. And so actually they're so cool that they would make great actual tattoos, which is what I plan to get Ginger for Christmas, an actual tattoo. (laughs) Yeah, please do. (laughs) I'm just kidding. If you want to hear Ginger's opinion on tattoos, we actually have an episode on that. It's one of my favorites. (laughs) We'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, Anyway, Dwell is a favorite of mine for a stocking stuffer, but it's also a great gift for parents and grandparents to give. And they now have clothing, jewelry, stickers, and lots of other items. So check them out at dwelldifferently.com. Not dwell.com, but dwelldifferently.com. Ginger, why don't you give us some of your stocking stuffer ideas? Well, you know, I should have thought this through, Katie, because honestly, (laughs) I just now realized that none of my stocking stuffers are actually Christ-centered. How terrible is that? I've I've done the same thing for stocking stuffers for years, but y'all do have to remember that my kids are all in their 20s now, and they're out on their own, so I do practical stuff like toothpaste, deodorant, body wash, razors, (laughs) shaving cream, chapstick, (laughs) wet wipes for their car, and just stuff like that. Uh, One thing I've always done, though, is I wrap every stocking stuffer item separately, no matter how small. (laughs) Another thing I've done, I don't know why I do I like doing it. I don't either. That is a lot of work. It is. Well, but you know, actually, I don't allow Ronnie, this is is bad. I don't allow Ronnie to help me wrap because I'm such, I'm so OCD about Mm -hmm. wrapping presents and I have a way of doing it. And (laughs) and his wrapping is just terrible. I'm sorry, baby, if you're listening to the show, but your tapping, your wrapping is just, it's, it's really bad. Or but, is it? Maybe he pretends like it is. You know, I've, I've actually <laughs> thought about that. But our tradition, and this is super fun, usually the night before, oh, Christmas Eve night, Ronnie, I let him come in to my sacred wrapping area, <laughs> and I let him help wrap all the stocking stuffers, because those don't matter. They're not under the tree. They don't have to look neat. Because <laughs> so when you're tradition. wrapping deodorant, how specific do you really need to be? <laughs> so that's our tradition, and we listen to All I Want for Christmas is You. 
Do you, yeah, I hope you do. I hope you listen to it on repeat. That sounds like the worst night ever. <laughs> that was super fun, except for the yeah the repeating songs over and over. Another thing I've done since they were teenagers, and again, I feel uh, terrible that this is not a Christ-centered idea when this is what we're supposed to be talking about, um, is I wrap money in various sized boxes. And of course... All of my kids love that. Uh, so yeah. their stockings have been super practical for quite some time now. And even as adults, uh, they just, I don't know, they like unwrapping every little item. It takes a while. We have hot chocolate and it's just become just kind of a, a simple little fun tradition. So I've racked my brain trying to remember what <laughs> I did for stocking stuffers when they were little, but obviously my memory is just not so good these days. So Katie, tell us more about what you do because I'm failing miserably over here. Well, I don't see anything wrong with giving practical gifts in a stocking. I though tend to stick to toys and little trinkets I find for them throughout the year. I buy all year long for Mm, Christmas, so I'm not scrambling at the end. Um, But it's usually little fidget toys or things they can play with while I'm doing school. Slime, you know, stuff that makes me question my sanity as to why. <laughs> but I do have a stocking stuffer idea for younger kids. And this is one that my mom gave me because she's the most creative person I know. I love the idea of little biblical character finger puppets or dolls that children can use to keep quiet during family devotional time. Mm. And they're made of felt, the ones that my mom gave me, so they could fit really easily in a stocking. But kids can use them to act out what they've learned during Bible time. My mom made hand puppets of Jesus and his disciples when our kids were younger. And I'll put a link to some shops on Etsy that do sell those. But listeners, be sure you're buying the actual puppets and not just the pattern. If it's really cheap, it's probably the pattern and not the actual puppets. Now, unless you're like my mom and you know how to do all that, then you can buy the patterns. (laughs) Okay, so I just remembered something that will help me redeem myself. Yeah, because you're scared you're going to be known as the lady who wraps deodorant for kids for Christmas. (laughs) Deodorant and money. How terrible is that? (laughs) No, okay, so I do remember putting scripture CDs in their stockings when they were Mm. little. Uh, Y'all have heard Katie and me talk about the importance of teaching children to hide God's Word in their hearts and how Mm. music is a great way to help our children and us memorize scripture. So many of the verses my kids and I know are from scripture songs we listen to in the car while running errands. The CDs that we had when my kids were growing up were the NIB Kids Club, and we loved those, but unfortunately, I checked online, and it looks like all they have now are videos. But I've heard quite a few people tell me that the Hide Them in Your Heart CDs by Steve Green are wonderful. Yeah, those are great. Okay, so you guys are familiar with Mm -hmm. those. Yeah, Yeah. I've heard really good things about those. Also, our good friend Ty Rumpel has a few CDs with scripture songs that kids absolutely love. Katie, I know your kids listen to those and and are really fond of those. So you can Mm -hmm. check those out at tyrumble.com. And as far as listener ideas for stocking stuffers, we, you guys sent in a lot of stuff, but the only one that I saw that would be small enough for stockings are little hem magnets. Those are super cute, and they can be found at littlethingsstudio.com. And thank you, Meredith, for sending in that idea. And just a reminder, listeners, you don't have to write any of this down. You can go find all this links and everything in the show notes. Yeah. Okay, now let's give our listeners some ideas for kids that won't fit in a stocking. Ginger, do you have any of those? I do. Giant deodorant, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) More money. Costco size. (laughs) And a big box. (laughs) (laughs) Now, my kids always got a new journal type notebook for church. When they were too young to take notes, uh, this, I forgot who I 
got this idea from, but it was a great idea. I had them draw a picture of something the pastor said during the sermon. And then we would Mm. talk about what they drew and why they drew that on the way home, which sometimes made for some really interesting conversation in in regards to what their little minds heard and picked up on. It was usually quite humorous, uh, but it always uh, gave us, you know, a a great opportunity to talk about some of the things that they did pick up on in the sermon and and what they heard and what God's Word says. So just good family conversations always came from that. Drawing pictures also helped them learn to pay attention to the teaching at a very young age instead of just distracting them with coloring books or toys during the service. That's great. Something else my kids loved getting for Christmas because we didn't have cable TV when they were growing up was DVDs. Uh, Of course, when they were really young, it was VHS tapes, which most of our listeners are probably too young to even remember those. (laughs) VeggieTales were among their favorites, still are. My kids are in their 20s now, and it's so funny when they come home, they're still pulling those DVDs out and watching VeggieTales. It just, I think it just... uh, reminds them of all those fun times of watching it when they were mm-hmm. younger. And we still sing the songs. It's so funny. We'll just burst out in VeggieTales songs all the time. <laughs> they also got a new age-appropriate devotional book for Christmas each year. And of course, the ones that they used are no longer in print. I feel like I'm always giving away my age. <laughs> but you guys can trust any devotional or children's book published by New Growth Press. That is one of my favorite reliable publishing houses that Mm -hmm. really keeps gospel truths the center of everything that they publish. Uh, Katie and I are both huge fans of Marty Machowski's work, and all of his books can be found at newgrowthpress.com. Age-appropriate devotionals and Christ-centered children's books are gifts that keep on giving all year and encourage children to grow in character and in their faith. So, Ginger, like you, I would trust anything that comes from New Growth Press. Another one that actually I just got a flyer for last night in our mail, and it's Truth For Life. We love Alistair Begg and his ministry, and Truth For Life now has some great-looking devotionals. Now, I have not looked at them. I do not have them personally, but I saw that they have some for sale, and they've got all sorts of great resources. So check out Truth For Life as well. Mm-hmm. Also, listeners, be sure to stay tuned to the end of this episode, and we'll tell you how you can get a discount on two of Ginger and Al Rowland's children's books, which make great character-building, gospel-oriented gifts for your kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, neighbors, whatever the case might be. Uh, Ginger, you mentioned putting money in your kids' stockings. Something I love is when families use all or some of the money they would spend on stuff and use it on family experiences instead. So my brother and sister-in-law take their kids to Great Wolf Lodge right after Christmas, and they just have a blast making memories Mm -hmm. together. I love that they do that. So I came up with a few places families could visit that would help their kids to experience some of the things we're teaching them as we read God's Word to them. Of course— for me, the ultimate would be Ark Encounter in Williamstown, Kentucky, and the Creation Museum in Petersburg, Kentucky. Both of these places are on my family's short list because we've never been, and we're so excited to visit there one day. Okay, I didn't realize you had never been. Mm -mm. The Ark Encounter is phenomenal. Ronnie and I got to visit last year, and it's an absolutely incredible experience. I highly recommend that you take your children, if at all possible. 
uh, we can read about the ark in the Bible, and we've all seen pictures based on what we know about it in the scriptures, but there is just nothing like walking through the replica. It's mm. the exact same size as Noah's ark, so it's built in accordance with the dimensions given in scripture. So it's 510 feet long, 80 wow. feet wide, and 51 feet high. It is a sight to see. It is phenomenal. It's really fascinating, and it's just an experience you and your family will never forget. So I highly recommend that. Well, that is on our list. Another place to visit that's close to us is the Biblical History Center in LaGrange, Georgia. It's an archaeological museum that explores daily life in ancient times. It's very hands-on. They do a biblical meal. They have a shepherd bread-making experience. They have actual artifacts there, and our family absolutely loves it. And then there's also the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. Again, I've not been there, but I've heard great things about it. So it's also on my list of places to take our family. So I just love the idea, though, of parents and grandparents pooling together to share these Christ-centered experiences with your kids in lieu of stuff that will honestly sit in their closets for a year. I don't have any problem buying stuff for our kids, but there's literally only so much of that that a family can have before it really becomes a frustration rather than a blessing to them. Mm-hmm. Too much of this can become a burden rather than a blessing, which mm-hmm. is what we want when we give gifts to others. So now if travel is out of the question due to budget or other constraints, I do have some ideas. One is to look into DVDs that will take your family on a virtual trip somewhere. Our favorites are the drive through history DVDs. and There are series specifically on the Gospels, the Holy Land, and others like that. I would check, though, to make sure these are appropriate for your specific kids, since some of the content can be unsettling. I mean, when we're discussing the history of ancient civilizations, you know, think gladiators, Christians being martyred in ancient Rome, it can be really intense at times. Yeah, so parental guidance is advised. Absolutely. All right, let's move into some of our listener ideas because these are fantastic. Uh, There were quite a few, so we're just going to run through them fairly quickly, probably too quickly to jot them down. So again, check out the show notes. These all came in on Ginger's Instagram account. Speaking of which, if you aren't following Ginger on Instagram, she offers daily encouragement, parenting advice. So be sure to follow her at ginger.hubbard. Meredith, uh, who's the one that told us about the hem magnets for stocking stuffers, also told us about Abide Embroidery, which has beautiful and simple embroidery kits with scripture. I looked these up and they are beautiful. Mm -hmm. They also had some kits for making Christmas tree ornaments with the names of Jesus that I loved. So pretty. Uh, The kits Uh, They come in perfectly packaged boxes with everything you need. And I read on the website that the kits are great for kids and adults with no experience, and they even include digital access to step-by-step video tutorials. Katie, actually, I was thinking about Avery the whole time I was looking on Mm -hmm. their website. I think she would love those kits. That just seemed right up her alley. Absolutely. And I'm going to second, these kits are absolutely stunning. They are beautiful. I love to hand embroider, so... I plan to get at least some of the downloadable PDF patterns for myself because I already have the supplies I'd need. However, these would make such good gifts to give to a child who is capable. And I'm 
I'm just going to guess around age eight, depending on their level of crafting skill and attention span, just when they can use a needle without impaling themselves, that's probably a good age to start. (laughs) (laughs) That's when it's okay. Yeah, that's right. One more company from Meredith was Pip and J Papery. They have lots of gifts for kids. One in particular I liked was the ABC scripture memorization cards to help young children learn their ABCs while hiding God's word in their hearts at the same time. Their stuff is gorgeous as well. And I actually contacted them on Instagram to ask about what version of the Bible their cards are in. And they said ESV and they have some King James version. Okay. Um, but I've already done some shopping in that store. It's going to be a very expensive episode for me, Ginger. <laughs> Thank you, Meredith, for all the suggestions. <laughs> oh, and now that I think about it, Abide Embroidery also had scripture stickers, which are great for stocking stuffers. Oh, so definitely sure. check out that website. Mm-hmm. Well, we had several listeners recommend books for children. Jenny recommends the Jesus Storybook Bible with audio CDs, one of my all-time favorites. We actually have it in Spanish as well because our kids are learning Spanish. Mm. Um, Two of our listeners, Sarah and Sarah Beth, recommended Tales That Tell the Truth books for kids. Ginger, I think there are 14 of those books in total. And I know I mentioned last year that one of my family's favorite books in that series is The Garden, The Curtain, and The Cross. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Whitney recommends the Big Theology for Little Hearts series. I've not heard of that one, but it sounds really cute. I have. I did look it up, though, and it had really good reviews from mm. very reputable people. So I okay. felt pretty comfortable putting that in there. All right. So on to items that, we, uh, that were recommended other than books. Stephanie said, Huggy Hymns make great gifts for kids. Huggy Hymns are soft, snugly stuffed animals with a music box inside that play soothing hymn songs. You know, I thought about that. That would be really wonderful for helping children fall asleep at night that struggle Mm -hmm. with that. Kate recommends Young, Wild, and Freedmen for creative Play-Doh kits. She said that last year her kids used the Nativity Scene set. This company has all kinds of sensory kits for making all sorts of fun things. Katie, I actually thought about Grayson while I was looking at this website and all the cool Play-Doh kits they have. Just lots of them, really colorful and some just really cool ideas. Mm-hmm. And Kate said the Play-Doh, uh, she also mentioned that it lasts a long time. She said that they're using the same kit from the Nativity Scene this year that they used for last year. So oh. that means it's really good quality Play-Doh. Kate also recommends his kids' company. She wrote, quote, We love all of their silicone coloring books and placemats. We pack them all up and take them to restaurants, church, etc. Keeps my kiddos off screens, and we literally just rinse and can use them an unlimited amount of times. Uh, They also have the cutest Christ-centered clothing. And again, I looked on this website, and their silicone coloring books and placemats are adorable. They are. That was a great suggestion. I Mm -hmm. love their stuff, too. Uh, We also had a few gift ideas for Christ-centered gifts for adults. Meredith, and she absolutely gets the prize for sending in the most ideas. Uh, I want to be on her Christmas list. Uh, Meredith said littlethingsstudio.com, the one we mentioned earlier, also has pretty hem tea towels and cloth napkin sets for under $20. So I looked at those tea towels, and I think those would be so cute to put in a gift basket with some baked goods for neighbors or something. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. Sarah recommends Paul David Tripp's devotional book, New Morning Mercies, mm-hmm. which is one of my personal favorites. I went through that one last year. Mm-hmm. And Meredith, again, Katie, I'm like you. I think I want to go to Meredith's house for Christmas because she has all the great <laughs> ideas. She recommends the book, The Well-Watered Woman by Gretchen Schaffels. Hmm. 
And last but not least, Morgan said that a company called God's Fingerprints makes the most beautiful artwork. She wrote, quote, we gifted three of their God's Fingerprint pieces to family last year. It's a letterpress with one verse from each of the 66 books of the Bible that comes together to make a convincing fingerprint, starting with the beginning and ending with hallelujah. Our family thought they were so special and went on and on about how much they loved it. Mm. Y'all, I looked this, I looked everything up. I looked this one up and this fingerprint art is so cool. And I love that it comes in a variety of sizes. So thank you, Morgan. And thank you to all of our listeners who sent in all of these great ideas for Christ-centered Christmas gifts. Now is the part of our show where we give a quick tip for parents. Today's quick tip is courtesy of Christy in Massachusetts, who writes this. At Christmas time, we let each child pick a roll of wrapping paper at the store that will be for his or her presents. When we go to wrap, that child's presents are wrapped in the particular paper that they picked out. This makes for present identification among five kids so much easier on Christmas Day, especially for those children who can't yet read labels. Ginger, I like Christy's idea. And I'll tell you that my mom takes this to a pretty serious level, as you can imagine. Another precious story. (laughs) Another precious story. (laughs) Every year she has a chart in her sewing room (laughs) with these perfectly square scraps of wrapping paper. And then beside each one, the name of the person who belongs with that paper. It's amazing. And she is 100% where I get my love. Uh, That's what I was about to say. She is the most organized human being (laughs) I've ever known. And the apple does not fall far from the tree. (laughs) That's right. I love that, but it would actually ruin some of the fun for our kids, Katie, because we write the recipient's name with a Sharpie on the bottom of each gift. Our kids are the ones that hand out all the gifts, and Ronnie and I come up with all sorts of corny names and phrases for each other that we write on the bottom of those gifts for our, that our kids have to read. Ronnie will write things like, to Ginger, the spice of my life, and to Lovey from Dovey. And I'll write things like, to my gorgeous blue-eyed hunk of burning love, and to Santa Baby from Sugar Lips. Super sappy, sappy (laughs) stuff like that. And of course, our kids roll their eyes as they're reading and handing them out. But... They always laugh, and we can tell that they secretly love it. Our crazy names have become a a really fun and and highly entertaining Christmas morning tradition for us. I'd say, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you have a quick tip for our show, we would love to hear from you. It can be any random tip about cooking, housekeeping, something you do with your kids, ideas for fun date nights with your spouse, ways to make your kids gag, anything at all. (laughs) We would love to share your ideas on the podcast. Just go to gingerhubbard.com slash quick tips to submit those. Well, Ginger, speaking of my mom, I would like to share a quick story about my favorite Christ-centered gift that she ever gave me. She's very thoughtful, as you know. Mm -hmm. But around the early 1980s or so, my great-grandmother had given her a handmade set of three wise men made out of beer bottles, felt, silk ornaments, and sequins. And while that sounds like a really weird combination, I promise you that these three wise men are so cool and They've just always been my favorite Christmas decoration at my parents' house. Well, as you do, I called the wise men. So basically, I told my mom that it needs to go in her will that I want those (laughs) wise men because they've always been my favorite Christmas decoration. Uh, So do you know what she did? First, she drank a lot of beer. No, I'm kidding. She, she (laughs) She got root beer bottles, and then she went online and sourced vintage silk ornaments. Well, they'd probably be antique at this point. 
silk, those old silk ornaments and sequins mm-hmm. that looked identical to the ones my great grandmother had used. Mm-hmm. And then she had my kids help her to make us our very own set of wise men. Mm-hmm. And they're almost indistinguishable from the ones my great grandmother made, except that they look a little bit newer. Um, and she even made a set for my brother's family and then some of her uh, brothers and sisters-in-law who didn't get them from my great-grandmother. Aww. So it's just one of the most special gifts I have ever received. And everything about it, both the subject of the gift itself and the way it was made so mm-hmm. thoughtfully, it just made it the most Christ-centered gift. And I'll post a picture in the show notes in case any of our listeners are curious to see them. Mm, the most Christ-centered Beer bottle gift. No, actually, you said you use root beer bottles. (laughs) No, mine is root beer. It's totally legit. (laughs) Precious is so awesome. I'm telling you guys, just mention something you want, and Precious is going to make it happen. I know. Of course, I did many episodes back mention that Lexus. I'm still waiting on that new Lexus. That's on your parents, I think. Your parents need to do that. (laughs) Well, listeners, we hope you guys have been encouraged with these ideas today because who doesn't want to find those perfect gifts for our children and loved ones, the gifts that keep on giving. Let's give gifts that point our loved ones to Jesus and strengthen their faith because Jesus is the only gift that truly keeps on giving. Not just for a time, not just for now, but forever and ever. Thank you so much, Ginger. And thank you to our listeners who submitted ideas. And thank you for joining us today. Are you looking for fun, Christ-centered Christmas gifts for your children or grandchildren? Well, I imagine you are because you just listened to this episode. Well, today we're offering both of Ginger's children's books co-authored with Al Roland at a 10% discount when you use the code parenting at gingerhubbard.com. Sam and the Sticky Situation is a book about whining, and Chloe and the Closet of Secrets is a book about lying. These adorable, charming stories have quirky and fun illustrations that help children understand that there are better ways to communicate than whining. They talk about the importance of being truthful, and both books talk about how we can always turn to Jesus for help. Again, just use the code parenting at checkout at gingerhubbard.com to get 10% off both of those books. And remember, listeners, when you purchase through gingerhubber.com rather than other online retailers, you are truly helping to support our ministry and this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today, listeners, and thank you for your support. We look forward to being with you again next week. Until then, may God bless you as you seek to reach the hearts of your children for the glory of God. I'm not about the dead pine needles Mm-mm. all over the house either. Or stringing lights. Like, that's, no, that, <laughs> that's not happening. What, you don't string lights? Oh, oh, well, no. you, oh yeah, you get the, the pre yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, take that out. That sounds like I'm an idiot. No. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's pre- It's what, going what, to the what, what else is there Ginger? other than stringing lights? <laughs> what else is there? <laughs> not just for a time, not just for now, but forever and ever. Forever well, and ever, amen. Okay, you're wow. gonna have to you're gonna have to cut that out. Okay? Oh no, I'm bad. so not. We're it's never going. gonna record at nine it's o'clock in the morning again. I get insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that, Ginger. Okay. <laughs>